Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the Nikki Glaser Podcast. It's Wednesday. It is. I thought we were going to have a pre recorded episode today, but no, guys, I'm going to Mexico today. Um, I forgot what time I'm leaving. I don't look at my day until the night before. Of what the next day holds for me. And today it held for me starting the day off with a podcast, which is gonna be great because I'm gonna feel accomplished. I'm gonna go uh, to a therapist after this and then uh, off to Cancun. And I have two flights. I'm gonna sleep the whole time. I might give Andrew my um, business class seat because I just find that I cannot sleep comfortably. Oh, poor baby can't sleep comfortably <laughs> in business. Um, yeah, it's just like too cozy and like they keep offering me like hot towels and cocoa and it's annoying and free money. And I'm just like, I have enough. Get it out of here. Um, no, it's uh 
just on some of these flights, they don't have like a really nice business class. I mean, if you can lay horizontally, there's nothing better. Uh, no, have you ever been on a flight where you could lay flat? Oh my gosh, the best. It is insane how great it is. I'm so sorry to those of you who haven't experienced it. You will someday. I believe that for you. I may never again, but boy, is it just a, a, just a delight. It, you just have a bed. There's nothing like it. But I will say, let's say that's a 10 out of 10 experience on a flight, right? And I think that there are even better ones that I haven't discovered that are like, you know, your own private room on a plane. Like, I think some of those, like, Korean air really treats you nice. You get the whole, you get, like, an apartment um, and a masseuse and, like, a, you know, it, it can be, it can, it can be way better than what I've experienced, but... Then I would say it falls down pretty like there, there's a 10 out of 10. Then we go to like a, a business class. And if as long as I can recline, it goes horizontal. And then between that and anywhere else in between that, I don't want it. I either want horizontal or I want coach. I do not want the in between because I just enjoy curling up in a little ball next to the window. And so I might give Andrew... But Andrew always gets an aisle, so he's probably on the aisle in coach, which I'm not gonna, not gonna take. But maybe I can take his aisle seat, switch him up to business class, and then I, off I have to bargain with someone to switch because a lot of people like aisles. But I just love curling up next to a window, and um, I yeah, I would rather have that than, than than these seats. I just there's something so maddening to me about paying more for something less comfortable. How do you how do you like to be on a plane, Noah? Uh, definitely like the window, but I've been opting like for to the- look out it or to lean, lean, lean. And then mm-hmm. you, you got me that turtle, uh, neck brace thing. That's yes. a pillow. <laughs> yes. It does look like a neck brace. <laughs> so, um, now I don't mind the aisle cause I can like stretch my legs out and have a, a place to put my head with that thing. I forgot about my turtle. I have that in the other room. I should bring that just in case of tragedy. Um, yeah. Your neck just- breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in case I get whiplash on the tarmac. Um, yeah, I, I I can't wait to sleep on this plane. I just love it because, you know, although there's – everyone knows there's Wi-Fi on planes now and you can be in touch with people, you always have the the chance that your Wi-Fi could be down. And then mm-hmm. you have the excuse of, like, I'm in space. Like, I cannot talk. And not that I would ever lie about my Wi-Fi being down if it's not. Like, if someone was like – why weren't you responding to these emails? I wouldn't say the Wi-Fi was down, but I would say I'm on a plane and they could just take it from there. And, uh, you know, it's so funny that the only time when you can be really inaccessible to people and it be okay is like at at night between the hours of like, you know, nine and nine, which is a big swath of time. I feel it's pretty good. But other than that, during the day, we used to have times where we didn't have to, we were either in the, like we were away from the phone, we were away from our desk. You used to just leave your desk or office and like no one could get in touch with you. And the secretary would like take notes. So you just had to stay in your office, I guess, all day. Like were people tethered to their desks and their phones the way we are of like just needing to be in touch. It's so wild that I can't even fathom what it used to be like. I mean, at what age did you have your first job? What year? About 10th grade, 
I think. What about you? Uh, I guess like my real first job was maybe at 18, 17, 18. But it's even just not even jobs. It's like people being in touch with you, you know, friends, anyone. I just I was at I was at the dentist with my dad the other day. Took him to uh, for a dental surgery thing, and we were talking to the the surgeon. And my dad's getting anesthesia for his uh, he's having teeth pulled. Um, he has some dead teeth, and, and you know, and bone loss and stuff. My dad is such a healthy person, and like has always flossed every day, like. My dad just, health comes easy to him. He's very much like Kirsten where he's just like, I just like whole grains and um, they're delicious and I love flossing. It feels good. Like Kirsten likes flossing. Kirsten loves putting in her Invisalign. Kirsten loves washing out her Invisalign. Kirsten loves stretching in the morning and like a big glass of water. She loves meditating. She loves early morning. Everything Kirsten loves is things other people are just like, ugh. And it just, she just likes it. Um, but my dad is that way and he is, but you know, age creeps up on you and things start to deaden and he's having three teeth removed. He's getting anesthesia. Uh, you know, he's going under, he's going uh, down to Australia to, uh, to have his teeth pulled. And, um, I, I, I had eight teeth pulled when I was, um, a tot, like eighth grade for my goddamn braces. There's something that happened in St. Louis where all the orthodontists were just taking all the kids' teeth out to make room for braces. Because also another guy, Lewis Howes, you know Lewis? He's like a, he has a podcast. He's a self-help guy. He's also from St. Louis and he recently got veneers or something, new teeth. Because he was from St. Louis and had too many teeth removed for braces. And I had eight teeth pulled and I did not go under anesthesia. And I go, Dad, why just do local? Like just, it'll numb you out. Put on some headphones that have white noise so you can't hear the clunking and they're and you know the they're grunting as they pull. So and then close your eyes. Cause I asked the doctor how long the procedure was, five to ten minutes. I'm like, you're gonna go under for a five to ten minute procedure? Like just get just grin and bear it. But don't grin too hard because you gotta have your mouth open. But like if you had three teeth pulled, Noah, at the dentist, would you wanna go completely out? I'm going through this exact same thing right now. I have to have four of my wisdom teeth pulled. Oh. And I'm n- nervous as fuck. I'm, I think I've wisdom teeth you go under, right? Well, I don't know. So my dentist just told me, like, no, first you make a consultation and they tell you what the possibilities are. Just let them know what your concerns are, what you're afraid of. Because I thought Why you just you go never in. have them pulled before. I feel like that's something you get done in your 20s. It's uh, never happened? The The dentist who told me to have them pulled was like two years ago. And I was like committed to doing it. And then COVID hit. Right. So I I just was like, okay, well, now this is my excuse to delay it. Yes. And um, I just have Why to get Why do you have to done. get them pulled? What happens? They um, just start. Be- <laughs> okay. So we'll get a little technical. There's uh like pockets in the gums because of the way that they're growing and food and like plaque gets Got stuck it. in there and then bacteria so, and infections and mm-hmm. bone loss and all the things yeah yeah got it so you're gonna have so your scared. wisdom teeth pulled when are you doing it i don't know i'm so i have to do it but i'm, I'm so scared i'm so scared uh, of it it does suck i remember i i was i remember my recovery recovery wasn't bad at all but i remember some friends having you know like they can get impacted and like you look like a chipmunk for several days and um yeah, would you 
my dad just doesn't want to hear the like he doesn't want to feel like he doesn't want to be awake while they're pulling teeth and i i get it because it's so like visceral but there's like i don't know you're whenever you have your mouth numb it doesn't feel like anything it feels yeah. like not like you just feels like there's someone it doesn't feel it, it i don't feel attachment to my mouth when it's numb and i i don't know i'm just very soothed by the dentist I love it. It just makes me feel like no one can, another, that's it. No one can get to me. Like, <laughs> so if true. you're having dental work done, no one, everyone hates the dentist so much. I don't. But like, oh, just, oh my God, I'm sitting on my mom's just kidding. Just kidding. I'm like, why am I hearing my mom's voice coming from my ass? Um, <laughs> oh, Julie. Uh she, uh, yeah, I just feel, I, I couldn't believe that my dad was just such a pussy. I mean, like, not, I was just like, oh, you, what, five minutes, you gotta go under? I feel bad, I kind of bullied him. I'm like, dad, just come on. Because I got eight teeth pulled, and I got a root canal without, like, I just, what? just put up with it. It's not, you get numb. And it hurts to get the shot to get numb, but it doesn't hurt that bad. You can handle it. But I guess some people just, like, have a lot of anxiety about the dentist. But I just love it because... No one can be, if you're having tooth surgery or any tooth stuff, no one talks. No, everyone knows you are off limits. And when you're in the dentist chair with your mouth open, staring at the ceiling, there are no expectations on you. You are as good as dead to the world. Like, truly, no one expects you to do anything. No one expect. no one would be like, you're a bad mom. If your like, daughter was like drowning and you were like, like they'd be like oh that's fine like let her drown like you're at the dentist like it's a one time aside from being like in a coma that no one expects anything of you and I love it you know like when you're that's why I like airplanes that's why I like mine shafts that's why I like dentists and because airplanes you like have to be on like I had to go on it if you're like in um, I'm trying to think of a th if you're in a movie that's your choice. You're doing that for you. Like I have such, um, I always have to, you know, that's, this is a running theme in my life that I have to go through struggle to reward myself with anything to have a, to have time off from work. I must be getting a root canal. What does that say about me? I need a vacation. But the thing is I would, I don't enjoy vacations. I'm actually going to Cancun and I'm working the whole goddamn time, but it's fun work. That's why I chose fun work because I knew in order for me to feel like deserving of a life and, and, and pleasure and rest, I have to work therefore all the time, therefore try to make work fun. I think this was probably my reasoning in choosing this uh, job. But I read, um, I read the synopsis for the first episode of Squid Game and I gotta be honest with you, I cannot wait to get back to reading about Squid Game. <laughs> like, I'm not watching Squid Game, but I am just as obsessed with what happens next on Squid, in Squid Game from the Vulture.com recaps as anyone would be watching it. I think this is my new thing, dude. I think I'm going to consume. I think I'm going to play a game where I read episode recaps of entire seasons and then I go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Andrew, who has seen the shows. Oh, my God. And we find out who knows more, who, like, grasps the show more, who has more appreciation for the show. 
and I understand that I will be missing out visually on, you know, the cinematography and things like that. However, I will supplement with materials like uh, visual materials. Like, for instance, I read the the Squid Game first episode description, and they were talking about um, the weird like doll like figure that like gives the rules for the game, or like the 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 weird doll. There's some like doll that like oversees the game. And I'm like, what does this doll look like? I can't get a good enough description from, I can't picture it from the, even though vulture.com has the best television recaps in my opinion, especially for the bachelor in paradise franchise. This girl named Allie Barthwell does bachelor in paradise recaps. Even if you don't like the show and have never even heard of it, check out one of her recaps. They're so funny. I wrote her and was like, you're one of my favorite writers. And I was mm-hmm. cracking up because she's such a good writer. And um, But anyway, I went and looked at the the doll just to see what it looked like. And um, boy, Squid Game is good. I love this dark shit, but I don't want to see it. But I do want to, because someone told me about the first episode and about what happens in that first scene. Wait a second, Noah. Did Andrew tell us about the first episode, the red light, green light? Yeah, he told Already. us on the podcast the other okay. day. That's my problem. I was about to tell you the whole first episode and Andrew already told us. That's what got me into it, but I was like, you know what? I got to read it for myself. And I read it this morning at breakfast. I am so excited to get on the plane today and sit down and read the rest of Squid Game. <laughs> and then I just realized it's like reading a book. What am I? I'm like, you know what? Sometimes reading can really be as good as TV. It's like, yeah, idiot. That's what a book is called. Like, like, I'm honestly, I just reverse discovered books, you guys. (laughs) Like, all they did was hire someone good, a good writer to write what they saw on TV. And like, you know, much like books can become great TV shows. Maybe Squid Game was a book. I don't know. But I think I got to read books again because I, yeah, instead of vulture recaps. Oh, my God. Are you watching anything on TV, Noah? No. I'm I'm really not. Are you reading a book? Are you reading well, any I, TV? I think I'm I'm just like no, I I'm just like being very boring these days. I just have you, to take care of shit. Do you listen, the house. what do you, what are you doing for entertainment? We just M- I mean music? I, uh I like, guess we have citrus trees, so I've like been learning about how to take care of citrus trees. Like that's where I am in life right now. Oh, that's cool. So do you? What do you do? You like Google you citrus like, tree stuff? Um, Google books. Like I'll I'll go to the bookstore and just like parse through some books. Beauty! So to- oh my god, you're living like that's like 1997 life. I I I want to take me back, Nikki. That is so cute that you go to the bookstore and are just like hmm just like picking picking a book and like doing the thing where you like claw it with your finger and you're like mm. like you looking through books is asmr for me i want to like hear that recorded <laughs> okay, of you I'll, going, I'll facetime you hmm. next time and then you like slowly page through it honestly that would be a great asmr um let's get andrew in here we gotta jet off to cancun pretty soon here cancun soon Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Is that one of your hats? Well, it's my vacation hat. We're going to Mexico. Mucho yeah, gusto. Um, wait, are you really going to wear that around the resort? Yeah. I love yeah. it. I was thinking about our live podcast. We're not going to have headphones on. Even so, be similar to this. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we're getting ourselves into. I mean, uh, the live podcast alarms me. It'll be two o'clock at poolside. I mean, there's... Uh, but I, you know what? Alarms me is the wrong word. I just, I don't think about things till we go into them. It's my biggest fault, but I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> Look, I think we go, everyone having fun out there? And yeah. then seven people. Why don't we do a, an aerobics class? That's what I picture happening poolside or like um, no. MTV spring break. I, that's what I want it to be. But I honestly think it'll be about 22 people sparsely 
place to be around the pool. There'll be a pool bar where more people are going to be paying people attention. Are gonna be talking. People are going to be talking. We're just going to have a conversation. Eventually, like we're just going to go. Anyway. We're not trying to win you over. Yeah. We're just going to talk for a little yeah. while. If you want to listen for the four people that are peeing in the shallow end, thank you for listening <laughs> yes. to us. Because yeah. I can't imagine that many people are going to go through customs, go through COVID stuff, to get to see us tell dick jokes for 10 minutes. I just and pussy jokes. Well, that's not what we do on the podcast. I understand why they would go see stand up. This <laughs> podcast live podcasts are a different beast. Like they just are. Yeah. Like that's why podcasts are better when they're not live. Fire a pool at 2 p.m. True. Outside. It does it'll be fine. <laughs> we'll make fun of it. I'm going to we'll have fun. Like I'm not nervous about it at all. Um I can't, I can't be. I mean, I I just are, is there anything in your life you're nervous about? Not really. That's um, good. I, I I try not to get nervous anymore. I try to like be in the moment and worry about it when it happens. It's hard, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I also like, unlike you, like if I had like a special to be working for, of course I'd be. Not to make you nervous, but yeah, yeah of course, like a deadline of some sort like that. Yes. That adds a whole different thing, yeah. which it shouldn't. But it does. Yes. I know. I get, I get, um, that's where I start to feel guilty because I don't, I, my special is on the, taping it on the 27th and I don't think about it. When I think about it, I just stop thinking about it. Like my friend came over the, yesterday and has like some notes that he took during one of my performances that he watched. And I go, he's like, I really want to go through these notes with you. And I'm like, the thing is, like, I don't want to think about it's so it's scary to me mm -hmm. and I'm so nervous. I'm not nervous about it, but I'm so overwhelmed by thinking about it and what it has to be. And like, I, I'd rather wait till the last second. And I just don't want to I, I don't want to look at it yet until like the week of until it's the one thing on my plate that's looming. And it's it's go time where there's no. No turning back. Like, I always write my best jokes last minute. I always, everything I do is last minute. Everything. And you've done and enough so for specials me, now. And a month out, yeah. 23 days out to, to be like, oh my God, like thinking about it, even having calls about what I'm going to wear. I'm like, guys, we have 23 days to pick out a fucking outfit. I am not going to have this conversation yet. Yeah. I don't know what I want to wear in 23 days. But they're like, Nikki, this is a production. We, this is actually late for, for when we're supposed to have we should have had this conversation three months ago i'm like why so they can grow the cotton to make the shirt yeah. that like yeah. what i could pick out an outfit yeah. the night before and it wouldn't change anything no offense to my hair and make to like my yeah wardrobe people wardrobe is important no one's saying it's not but i know that we can get it done the week before yeah, you, ha just you have a million other things going on. People love this to is prepare. Their job. This People is their... love to prepare. But this it is makes one them thing. feel like they're working. What I do yes. is I make my life filled with things that I can just push till the last second. So I'm constantly doing things that have been pushed to the last second and there's no prep before any of them because prep is just bullshit that makes people feel like they're doing work and they're not because they only have one job. Yes. But if you do a lot of jobs and you just do the amount of work that is actually necessary, you can do so you can make more money, you can do more things instead of just make, like some people just love 
Okay, and but this, what's the difference, okay, between preparation and working hard? Because I know uh, maybe I'm just making an argument for my system, which is procrastination. <laughs> no, station. because you you often say that you know like uh, I work hard. the best player ever works harder than everyone. They else. do. They don't talk about doing. They do. They don't. Yeah. They don't write down notes about. Do- I mean, listen. Yes, I could be a better comedian if I sat down with my notes every day. That's doing. I'm talking about like. A call about doing. Yeah. And then a call about the call about doing. Yes. And a call about the... Th- I'm so <laughs> sick of calls. Yeah. I'm so sick of anything that can be done in an email. I mean, um, this isn't the first this is being said. There are so many meetings that happen because people need to justify their fucking existence at a yes. company and their their position. Meetings do not need... It can be... They can be texts. They can be emails. <laughs> Nothing, so few things need to be a call. So many times, how many, how often are you on a meeting or a Zoom meeting with people and it's just 10 minutes of small talk until someone finally goes, <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Okay, so, so you get, right, there goes 10 minutes meeting. of just bullshit where literally nothing interesting happens. Let's do a business no meeting. No interesting information. <laughs> let's right do, now. yeah, yeah, like, like About, we're a company. Let's do, let's do the, let's prep for the sell? podcast right now. Oh, this I is, was thinking that we sell like this is a call that something. doesn't happen though because we we don't we don't run but stuff let's like say that. like if we were doing a call okay. about the podcast tomorrow. all right so uh, yeah and let's... by the way this happens all the time for other podcasts they might be better than ours so maybe this will help us but here's what I'm doing I'm making the preparation part of the job yeah I'm fitting in so now I'm making it's inside the yeah podcast. this isn't wasting my time no because this is the job <laughs> yes okay. And this, let's just try to, and, and you know what? We have to keep it entertaining. Thus, it makes it fun for us. So even if this conversation was happening outside the podcast, it wouldn't be this fun. Yes. So I'm amping up the fun of a thing because I'm making it part of the job. Yes. Let, let's be honest. We don't want to see the friends writer's room while we're making, but Only actually, like one scene. I do want to like, see the behind the scenes of Friends. That should be a show. Make a show of the prep. That's why I'm going to do show with Okay. All right, go ahead. Um, okay, so are you're we, calling this meeting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, Noah, are you on? Is she, I, I can't really see her. Is she on? Oh, oops. I'm Noah's sorry. On. I was on mute. I'm here. Oh, hi. Hey. I, hey, Noah. How's it going? How Good. are you? What's going on? Oh, with I like you? that sweater. Like that hat. Uh, uh, Is uh, it hot where you are? <laughs> it's Arizona. Yeah. Oh, so probably. Yeah. It's oh, really it's hot. great. It's, it's probably hotter it's than great here weather. Then. Nice. It's cold here today. Yeah. Than usual. Oh, I haven't even been outside yet. Yeah, it's 45. Uh, is it really? Yeah, it's oh, real wow. cold. I had to oh wear two God. layers. I just hate you. It comes on so quickly, you know, the cold. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just like out of nowhere. What about the heat? It feels like you don't even get any like kind of break in between like it's unbearably hot and then cold. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so what you want to talk about the podcast? Or um, not? We got to it a little fast, I think. Oh, the we small talk could have kept going, <laughs> I think, for another 20 minutes. Did you guys go to Starbucks this morning? Yes, yes. Okay, good, oh, good. my gosh. Got the regular. Love it. Love my Starbucks. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> there was a crazy thing that happened at Starbucks today. Oh, we can't even get into it. No, let me Should, tell do, you. Do you want to tell her? Oh, my God. So Wait, hold on. You guys, I'm going to uh, quickly just like let the dog out. Yeah, I'm, let I the gotta, dog out. Yeah, I got to go grab a package. I'll talk to Noah about something time. else before we get okay, into right. it. Can you, is it cool if I just had, Yeah, it's cool. I'm going to take about 30 seconds to ask if it's cool that I take another 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And then when I take that 30 seconds, it's gonna I'm going to come back and thank you guys for another 30 <laughs> seconds about taking the 30 seconds. So I'm actually going to add a minute to the 30 seconds instead of just cool. doing five seconds. So cool. Okay. okay. So we're at Starbucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is wild. What? The guy writes my name. I say Andrew. He writes down dumb fuckface. You just hear fuck a gunshot face. from the other room. He wrote down dumb fuckface. <laughs> no, no. And I was like, that's not my name. <laughs> Actually, that would be a very cool anecdote for a Zoom meeting. It is. <laughs> Are you back from the dog yet? Yeah. No, no. I Did you hear I blew my head off in the next room? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, even, there's didn't the sound of listen. a gunshot. <laughs> Should we keep going on, though? I mean... With your lifeless body? Yeah, I'm sure it was nothing. She's the host of the Zoom meeting, so it can't end until she ends Oh, it. yeah, it can't end. It might expire because I didn't pay the $4.99 a month or whatever. <laughs> okay. So, guys, um, yes. let's get down to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... So we're going to Mexico. Wow. Yeah. So excited. I got suntan lotion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So we're thinking for the, so it's going to be, we already know all, all the things that are happening because we all got an email about where it's going to be and what time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so let's just like talk about that time again. So it's going to be at two o'clock. Okay. So we'll probably get there. That's even early. Though we all know that you generally get somewhere about fifteen minutes before, or like you, we could it's probably text about checked. the time to arrive. Don't Let's forget. just talk about again, like when the show is. It's at two. Okay, two p.m. Okay, PM. and then we are going to talk about when we should arrive, which is like probably a half hour before. You know what? I might like bring my makeup there. Okay. That's the thing you guys like don't need to know, but it fills up some time in this meeting to make me feel like I did something today. Should I wear sandals or shoes? <laughs> You know, I feel like we're our shoes gonna be seen on the the video. Noah, can we can we check? Can you send an email real quick and then we will yeah, just we wait for back. a response. It's gonna okay. be seen. You're gonna How be like about Cabana. you text the person that has the info okay. about that, and then we wait for a response like you're about to get it, and you'll go. Hold on, he's writing back. Oh wait, no, that's that's she's writing actually now. they're not writing back. Actually, I'll just wait. I'll I'll let you guys know when he writes me back. Okay. Let you know, know how when that happens during a meeting? Yeah, I'll be waiting. When they go, let me just call him right now, and then you just have, I'll have to listen to it ringing, mm-hmm. and then you go, you know what, I'll, I'll just, when he writes me back, I'll let you know. Okay. Which, you know, you should have done in the first place. So I think shoes. So um, let's, uh, so we're going to talk. Yes. I, th- I say we open will up. Will the sun be out at two? I'm just wondering what the situation will be. Do we have the- Sunglasses. Yeah, okay. So there's going to be sun. Um, there's going to be You're water be in the shaded. pool. You're gonna be shaded. Now it's like a spring break vibe. Should we should we uh, have a beach ball? Should we have anything like fun pool related that we can play around with the audience, or do we just keep it more what we usually do? I mean, I don't know how we should go about this. Should it I be love party the time? idea of a beach ball? I love it. Oh, oh my god, a beach ball. Oh. I love it. Oh, thanks. Oh my god. Oh, I have the f- craziest story about a beach ball, but I'll just I can't even. Oh my god. But that shelve reminds it. me of a thing. Shelve it. Okay, I'll shelve it. We'll have another meeting about that. Guys, Sweet. there's only five minutes left in this Zoom meeting. Okay, well, we I think we accomplished a lot. Yeah, I feel like more confident. Um, let's wrap this up. And when I say that, I mean, let's talk for about 30 more minutes. Yes, about, for sure. And, and then after that, we're going to close it with like just some general bullshit again. Maybe I- kind of referencing things we talked about in the beginning. And then we'll sign off the meeting and go, ugh. And then um, I'll make my eighth bowl of oatmeal for the day. I mean, that sounds fantastic. And Actually, shove it down my face in a... Can in I just a, go over some know, numbers real quick? Almost like a, a you know... Do you mind? Hurtful numbers. way. Burning my mouth. Do you mind if mouth. I go over some numbers? Yeah, I'd love... I mean, I'd love... What are some of so the numbers? So an average podcast is about an hour and four minutes. Sure. Give or take. Yeah. Uh, minus four plus six. 
And, you know, a lot of people, what they don't understand is that the attention span of a regular listener is only about 42 minutes. So if you take 42 divided by an hour, which is 64 minutes, that's you're looking at, you know, not a great you're looking percentage. At a couple numbers that <laughs> for sure. So then if you take that, you subtract <laughs> actually uh, advertising, which is another five, six minutes. You're not Don't forget download speeds. Download speed, especially mm. if you're still on AOL and you have sure. that old school computer. It's going to be and tough. And retention rates and the drop-off effect. Not to mention now these people listening are going to be in water. They're going to be swimming. Mm. They're going to be in the shallow, then deep end. I'm really glad back we had this shallow. meeting. So I'm just saying that it's going to be harder than you think. So when you run the numbers, plus the pool, minus the attention span, <laughs> times how long the podcast goes for, you're going to realize that this is going to be difficult, but I really feel like we're going to be able to accomplish it with the beach ball. Thank you very much. Um, on on this note yes. of like conversation, so I recently got an offer for like a, 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 a commercial kind of thing. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's actually a... You know, I get a, I get these every so often, and this one is actually like a cause I believe in. You can maybe guess what it's about, and um, it's about me. It's Whoa. about anal sex. It's oh. about it's just anal lubes. Interesting. Vegan nice. anal lubes. Wow. Yeah. Edible. Uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Does it taste like actual? It's hamburger? drinkable. <laughs> you have to drink it. Um. Yeah, it's it's the impossible anal lube. I, can you imagine? <laughs> I want to like make me. an anal lube vegan that tastes exactly Dude, like. Dude, I an had asshole. impossible burger crumbles yesterday on top of my salad. Yeah, great. Holy fuck, Ugh. dude! It's not. It's no joke. It's so good. You know, like I, I, I know someone um, who has made this point, so I'm kind of stealing this 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 point but i i think vegan meat brands and stuff do themselves a disservice when they compare themselves like it tastes just like chicken like do, it it doesn't need to do it can be a lane. different taste yeah. it doesn't invalidate that it's a good it could be better you know mm -hmm. you know it, it doesn't need to because when you start doing that that's when the meat eaters are like it doesn't taste the same and then they go fuck it and then they're like almost they're they convince themselves that it's terrible because of you know, it's it's trying to be this thing that, whatever. So, um, what's the commercial? I can't say yet because I think oh. I I mean they offered it, but it might not work with my schedule. But it's a it's a vegan kind of it's a it's a it's a vegan meat, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really excited about it, and I can't wait to do it if I get to do it. But um, I it might not work for my schedule. But they you know they give you all these terms and like. What, what you need to do socially what you know what's going to be required of you like based on the hours and then they're like you know it's this many hours of shooting in this amount of time span like they'll they're like five hours of shooting in an eight hour window mm -hmm. so that means like it could be three hours here and then you know five out you know, uh two hours four hours later whatever um and then uh that doesn't include glam which is another two hours so and then they were like, and then you need to have a call about, you know, being a brand ambassador and like what that means and how, and, and the call, they even say the call is going to be a 60 minute call. And so, you know, whenever someone gives you an offer in this business, which I did not know, I just would take any, if I didn't have agents, I would just go, Joe, okay, great. Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> but the thing is they lowball you. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. I, I, I think people are like earnestly, you know, if, it's a it's a good amount of money, but I was like, oh my god, you know, 
we can get more like it's it's just I don't have the time for it. So for me to do it, it has to be like Squid Game money, you know. So um, they're going to murder me uh, yeah. if I don't. For 40 billion yen. Uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> they um, but they 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 came back with another offer and they cut the prep call down to 30 minutes. And I go, are they going to talk faster? Like, first of all, like, wait, why did wait. we need to have an hour if the prep call could have been 30 minutes? Why wasn't it initially? But, like, what do they get? They, I understand they get more material from me if we do six hours of shooting and we mm-hmm. now we've whittled it down to four. So they're doing something that is of disservice to them because well, they would get more content out of me with six. It's your time. Wait, they, they're, they're guaranteeing themselves an hour of your time. Exactly. But what they're in that th- 60 minutes where they're teaching me about the brand and about talking points and stuff. I know that they, maybe they can get more information out in that time that I can then go and, and, and I have to do interviews and stuff about this and do press, which I would be happy to do because I believe in the product. But um, if they can get it in 30 minutes, why not be, why are all meetings what they could be? Why do we want more for their money? If hair, if hairstylists can do a job in two hours, why don't we do it in two hours instead of six? Listen though, are they offering the same amount of money and saying that you have to do less time? More money. And do less time. Yes. So did you counter that you want a shorter? Yes. We countered we want more money and, and less, less amount of time. Okay. And we got it. Interesting. Yeah. But it was, it, that doesn't interest me like in terms it of like my, because well, my point is the, the only thing that interests me is the call that I'm having with the executives that has nothing to do with content they get. It's just teaching me about the brand. If you can do that call, if, if you come back to me and say, we've shortened that call to 30 minutes. What they've just done there is cut down on the bullshit. They've cut out, hi, Nikki. Yes. Oh, I watched F Boy Island. Uh, like they're cutting. Let's cut that from every meeting. Let's just get down to brass tacks. And if you actually like someone, take it offline and well, have a conversation. Where did they take that about, half hour out of, though? So then they, they probably. They took that half hour out of my prep call. There's a, no, I a, understand that. But then. You wanted shorter, probably film time. Yeah, shorter. they took those down too, from Everything six hours to four hours. From six to four. Yeah, yeah. Did they keep anything almost the same? No. They cut everything about half. Everything. About half. My social posts Two went third. down. Okay. My, um, my number of interviews I have to do went down. Everything went down. Money went up. And that is the beauty of show business and having agents. That's Ugh. why you have agents. That's why they take 10% yeah. of every dime I make. And then my manager takes another 10% of every dime I make. And then my lawyer takes 5% of every dime I make. 25, I didn't know this, <laughs> 25% of my income before taxes. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. So long. And then after that, so whenever I make a check and I see that check, I go... So long, 45%. I just kiss it goodbye. I even slice it in half. So I guess they got to, uh, your agent was and manager mine. need to make more than, tw- they got to ask for 20% more of what you originally were offered to make them worth anything. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, essentially what they got me was their, their, yeah, their money. Yeah, yeah. But that's my money. Yeah, you no, know, like know. that's actually money to me. So. And I listen, I'm never I'm number one of those people that's like, I have to give 25 percent off. Like I'm saying that kind of shocked because I've never really looked into it. And for the first time ever this year, I got the courage to ask my business manager, how much do my managers and lawyers take, by the way? I've never known. And they've been taking I've had a manager and agent taking money for, 
you know, over 10 years. And I've always been like, do they take 20% each? Or like, I don't know numbers. But, and I you're mean, a big numbers guy. You even wanted to go over them in our Zoom meeting. Yeah, I mean, I could go <laughs> over your agent's numbers real quick. I mean, 10% over about 10 years, that's perpetuity, which I don't know if you know that word. Can I, I yeah, I know you it from Shark Tank. That word? <laughs> yeah, but I do want to say I I love my managers and agents. They've made me more money than they've taken from me for sure. And so is my business manager. He's a very good person. Uh, my lawyer is a snake, but that's why I love him because he fights for me. And uh, <laughs> he, he's the one that famously, when I was crossing the street in Montreal, going to dinner with him at the Just for Last Festival in 2014, he saw a bus coming. Like I was going to dinner with my lawyer, Lev Ginsburg who I truly love, but there was a bus coming and I like, oh, it looked like I was getting too close to it. So he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa Nikki, yeah, da, 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 da. and he like kind of held me back. Like, Aww. don't, don't even try to cross yet. You're going to get hit. And I go, Lev, that's so sweet. And he goes, no, 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 it's not about you. It, you're money to me. Hilarious. He's like, you're <laughs> my daughter's swim lessons. And yeah. I was like, that's what he's saying. Mean, he didn't say that, but that's what he's saving. He's like, you're my wife's, uh, you know, Pilates uh, instructor for yeah, a year. I'm sure in 10 years he'll be like, no, just keep going. Keep uh, going. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm please, to it's you. too hard to let you go personally. <laughs> but I will say that last night before we get to the news, my manager, it was the best thing that has ever been said to me, complimentary wise, from my manager. And he says a lot of nice things and he's just one of the nicest guys and such a champion of mine. But yesterday he got me on a call with the woman that sets up all the, um, the deal, like the, this, like, uh, the, she organized the commercial like so there's an a, a, there's a, a group of agents at my agency that get you endorsement deals and she lauren he was patching he was like nikki we're on the phone with lauren lauren uh the, here's nikki um also known as legitimately the busiest one woman in show business <laughs> and hearing that from my manager who has you yeah, know gaffigan jim jeffries he's had uh, woman Berg uh, that's oh shit. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. <laughs> you know I take that back, Alex. I need you to be less specific. The busiest blonde woman named Nikki With on this phone eyes. call. Who almost got hit by a bus in 2014. I think he would have said anything. <laughs> yes, no, it's very but nice. It's very it, nice. Why was that so validating to hear that I'm busy? Because you Because he a... knows busy. When my yes. when my mom goes, you're so busy, I go, what do you know about busy? Alex Murray knows busy. Yeah, he's show And to business. know that I'm busy, it's, yeah, he knows show business busy, and it was just validating. I needed to hear it from him. I like your shoes. Let's get to the news. Oh, thanks. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. It's Wednesday, folks. You know what that means. It's Wednesday. I hope you're having all the swells. And if you're not, well, tomorrow's another day. Just and kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> really invalidated everything. Thanks, manager. Okay, men with golden penis syndrome. Oh, I've heard about that. An arrogance that stems from the assumption that a steady supply of females will be sexually interested in them are ruining sex and dating for women. So a study mm -hmm. shows that only in college... Only. It's 40% is male. And then in New York, like, for example, it's three to one girl to guy wow. ratio. What is that about? I, don't, I think more females this are born. college age students, by the way. So more men aren't going to, more women are going to college than men. I think there's just more women in the, in the no, United States No, it's 
It's always, like birth rate is always 50, pretty much around 50, maybe 51 at most, but it's never deviates that much. I think also potentially women that just graduated college that moved to New York, maybe their parents are more inclined to help them Felicity financially. Felicity did just come out on Netflix, and so more girls are just like, <laughs> I'm going to go to New York. And <laughs> but I think it's been that way for a long time in New York City. Mm. It could be their maybe dad just pays for Sex rent. in the City. It could be cultural things like that. Of like, yeah. That's why I wanted to go to NYU is Felicity. Oh, I didn't even know that was filmed in New York. Yeah. Oh, she followed Ben there. So, yeah, so these guys have, you know, an endless buffet of women, so why... Why end up with just one? And they're saying that this one. is creating men to be just rude, yes. kind of dismissive. Ghosting. I mean, girls, girls have written me on um, Instagram. Besties DM me that they, one in particular was saying that she was talking to a guy on Bumble. And the second she, she said something that was just like, oh, I either I'm not, I'm not interested or, you know, in a very polite way. And he's like fat shamed her i'm just like why would you ever do that <laughs> oh like who how could you even it, it you know what made me like i understand there's people out there like that but but how could this sweet girl who's a fan of the show she's obviously a smart person and a nice person be tricked into swiping right on this guy so he had enough on his profile to indicate that he was a normal person i mean this person isn't just swiping blindly right and that guy that appears like a good person could then fat shame you in your DMs before you even meet him. This kind of, yeah, this toot of, I mean, we all know that getting cat calls and you go, fuck you. And they go, I wouldn't want you anyway, fucking slut. And you're like, I'm a slut because I don't want to fuck you. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of what it is. He probably just added fat there. But I mean, it was just rejection. And then he was like, well, I'm better than you. <laughs> My fucking bed's going to explode. Like, fuck you. But I, the only thing that I think that might be going through his brain is that he's on Bumble. She swiped. She said hello. So obviously she's interested, mm. you know? And he's probably thinking, oh, she's at, she, you know, guys will so think. It's so sad she's, to have she, a guy think you're fat and harbor that until they wait for a time. Or to think that, or to harbor these thoughts about you that make them feel like you're lesser. Well, what will happen is I think guys assume moment. you're easier because. You don't like yourself as much because you're overweight. Ugh. So therefore, you'll be more willing to fuck the first night. Honestly, it's the other way around. Or a I've bruised found. ego. You know, he, he was course. rejected. Yeah, yeah. But I yep. was wondering, have you, I don't know, like if, if on a date or like, have you gotten a message on a dating app that was just like, what the hell? Um, Anything that I've sticks out? I have. I've gotten a lot of DMs that are just like, why would you ever think you had a shot? Like that I'm almost offended that they think like you're coming to Dayton for one night. I, I'm, you're coming to Columbus for one night. I would love to oh take gosh. you out. And it's a guy that like, first of all, his account is private, but then you see his little picture and it's a guy with like, you know, those dumb glasses that have like a blue tint on them. I don't even know. Like they're like running glasses. And he's like, got he's he looks he just looks like a tool like there's nothing yeah. about his profile that would look cool and he's just and he's misspelled some things and hasn't made his profile he's told me nothing about him like i would just go you know mysterious. what yes yeah so mysterious no it's no it's, i think they really like, think that's enough or uh, something or that they saw one thing where i'm like i want a boyfriend as like you know i was being 
I was exaggerating. I've had people offer me money to put me in touch with you. This guy goes, how much is it going to take? And then I read up on his comments, like three up. The guy's married. Yeah. Like he told me he was married, like three comments before that. And then he goes, how much is it going to take? And I was like, I mean... That's why I'm not Let's impressed talk when numbers. people get That's married. why I need an agent. I just go, found someone. <laughs> I need an agent yeah, to need whore you out. <laughs> for 30 minutes of my time. Get it down to 15 and we're, I'll talk. <laughs> what uh, if I gave you part of the money and you were in on it? Should I write this guy and be like, $50,000? It'd yeah. be so funny. And I'll give you forty five. I mean, there used to be that guy that <laughs> would offer me just to give me money because he just wanted to give me money. Oh, yeah. Remember that guy? I mean, it's so hard to he say He used to no. just want to buy me things and like for with nothing in return. No, sugar daddy. In return. But sugar daddies want something in return. They want your company. They want you to go to dinner with them. Even most likely sexual favors. They want something. This guy was far away and just wanted to send me money just and, and necklaces and jewelry and like fine things. And it's like a, it's a kink. They have a fetish. And, and, and I was almost like, why wouldn't I, you know, like, why would I not accept free money? I, would he I, Venmo it or did you have to meet him or? No, like- I think he, this was, uh, I think I did the first, the only time I like accepted money. Cause there's been a few of these people. <laughs> I think it was 2006, 15 or 16. And I was like, yeah, I'll take 500 fucking bucks for <laughs> PayPal. Yeah. Why not? You don't know my address. I don't know who you are. Yeah. You, I've made it clear that you will get nothing from this. Like fans have a better chance of getting free tickets from me. Just writing a DM being like, I, you know, I can't afford it. I'm really sorry or whatever. Then they would, if they're like, I'll send you money for free tickets because then it creates an exchange. I told this yes. guy, you get nothing mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever. That probably turned like, him yeah. on. I think it did because no. What they he like, got is you talking about this, right? It's just, it's in fine. your head. No, I'm it's not a, saying it's, it's a lot. I'm just saying that's what he got. Like he, he knows is that I use that money. He is in your brain. It's somewhere. financial control. Yeah. It's just yeah. like oh, even like if he like bought me shoes and he sees them wear me wear them on TV. It's like yeah. I have a part yeah. in her life. And if he's if he doesn't have my address and he can't get me, like why would I turn that down? That is. Let me make it clear. Do not offer me these things because I will turn it down because I can't. That is a slippery slope. And I have had those guys in the past be like, why aren't you talking to me? Like, what? Yeah. So nothing back? And I'm like, I'm busy and we had a deal. You get nothing. I mean, this is why Cameo exists. Like, and company and OnlyFans. It, it almost like Cameo is what we just were talking about, but it makes it more like legit. So it doesn't feel like you're whoring yourself out. I told my dad yesterday, I was talking to my parents about my act and like how they feel about me, Um, you know, being, I said I felt like a porn star a lot of times because I talk about porn, like talk pornographically on stage and then sometimes I just feel like people are like, when I walk into a room, if they've just watched my special and it was the one that in which it was highly sexual, they're almost like kind of have this nervous like boner energy around me or they're like, keep the kids away. Like there's just a a black sheep thing that mm-hmm. some people put on me of like, you're a nasty girl. You're a bad yes. girl. And, um, and I was telling my parents that, and they were like, you know, you do you Nikki. Like it doesn't, we know you're, you're a good person. I go, well, why is, why is sex connotated with even being a bad person? Like why uh, you don't need to say I'm a good person because there's nothing about me talking openly about sex that should make you think I'm a bad person. And then my mom goes, I go, what if I did porn? And they, my dad goes, no. 
you you're not that type of girl and i go what is what type of girl is that dad and he's like that is not just giving it away for free and i go who says it would be for free he's like putting that out there and i go dad you saying i can't do porn makes me want to do porn so bad and not to be like i want to make you uncomfortable dad but to prove the hypocrisy of what you're saying like you think that porn stars are bad people that there's something morally corrupt about them and of course yes the men involved in porn sometimes there can be moral corruption in porn for sure just like in any business like i don't know uh show business but i almost you know i've always said that i wanted to do porn because i would like to bridge the i would like to show that it's normal and be like, oh my gosh, this girl that we all accepted on NBC is now doing porn. But then I would be, I can't do porn because I would be ostracized. The business does not allow it. Because being free about sex and being open with your body is a moral issue. And people just go, you know, if you're a stripper, you're, you're a different type. She's on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. And it's just like, I just, it made me want to do porn so bad. I go, mom, dad, don't tell me not to do porn because I, and they go, do porn. Do it, Nikki. We would support you because <laughs> they want they are doing reverse psychology. Because it really, there's something about when people go, that would make, when I know for a fact that, like, I know I'm right. Being open about sex and putting it out there for the masses to consume is not a bad thing. Yeah. Because I go, Dad, have you never consumed porn? So, so the things, these women that you're consuming the entertainment of, from time to time, he goes, well, I'm not addicted to it. I'm like, well, that's not the answer. That's not what I was asking. <laughs> so it's either you're addicted to it or you don't watch it at all. Like, give me a break. You People enjoy porn, but they act like porn stars are the worst people in the world. It's like, it's like be, how, are, how has porn become beheading videos where, where the people in them are like the scourge of society yet, uh, you know. I feel like there is a gap being bridged there, though. Like, there's this porn star, Lana Rhodes. There's a couple other porn Never stars. Never She's she has 16 million followers on I Instagram. I get it, but like, is she in mainstream movies? No, no. But my point is, is that she's in mainstream YouTube culture, which I know isn't. Yeah, that's good. But she, but even is, YouTube is separate. But from she's not business. seen as she's actually put on a pedestal by, I mean, a lot of like you know, 18, 19 year olds. But and like, that's a type of porn, pedestal fucking. Yeah, pedestal fucking where they yeah, turn you it over. on a pedestal. And, it's pretty hot. Yeah. But she, but like there are porn stars like that, that, you know, that are on Barstool a lot, that are seen outside of just sucking and fucking where they, oh, they're selling merchandise. They're like, you know, whatever. They're getting uh, brand deals. They're getting, they're seen more as like, oh, these are like movie stars almost yeah. to these people. So it is starting to, I think change the, I the it. conversation. It's it's very crazy to be able. That's why I'm so in awe of them. Is because yeah. I just can't believe how could you do that. It's like I'm. It's the same as like cliff diving or those guys that th flow through the air like little flying squirrels yes. and then like Batman. barely hit the ground. Yeah. That's porn to me. That's how I look at porn stars. I'm just like, oh my god, it's so cool that you do that. I'm so glad I get to watch it. Yes. But I am like, I could never do that. But it's not like I'm like, I don't think cliff jumpers are bad people or like, don't have him at our family mm -hmm. dinner party. I look at it literally the same way of like, because actually porn stars do look at sex very like, they almost look at it like, ah, oh, it's just like, like the way we look at comedy or, or, or being yeah. on stage. People go, oh my God, how could you go on stage? 
And they're just like, they're less crazy and like weird about sex than the people that would be weird about having them at the dinner party. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I do. Or I Thanksgiving do. dinner or whatever. I do. I, All I, right. I, yeah. Let's get to Why Do I Care after this break. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Why do I care? Why do I care? Okay, so Nick Lachey. <laughs> I know him. He won't, Personal friend. He won't read Jessica Simpson's book, I Lived It, for use for her won't version. Won't or can't. Mm. Refuses audio. to. Okay. Yeah, I guess he could do the audio book. Or but. the Vulture recap. Call back. <laughs> Or uh, Blinkus. <laughs> Real old callback. Oh, my God. I just was checking my subscriptions like on Apple oh, Pay. Oh, God. I the- paid $99 for a Blinkus prescri- prescription subscription for a year. 
I got to get back into it. I do like it. I do too. And I have audio books too. I have like 19 credits that I haven't used. Dude. Okay. So Nick Lachey won't read Jessica Simpson's book, which by the way, I heard was great. I got to read her book because I'm writing a book right now. And, and hers is one that everyone goes, didn't think it was going to be good, but is. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, chicken of the sea. You know, yeah. and then they're like, she must be an idiot. I really like, like her of no, all she, the pop Did you stars. see her, her latest Instagram post? Yeah. No. So she's been sober for four years. Mm-hmm. And she put up a photo of her in 2000. It doesn't even look like you would never even know it was her if you got asked. She had a problem. Yeah. Too. So, yeah. She was drunk a lot working. And so she put up this photo, no makeup, like all that stuff. And it was the day said, she realized that she yeah. wanted to be sober. Uh, wait, the picture that she put yeah. up? Wait, I yeah. want to look at it. I love You wouldn't this even shit. recognize her. Really? Let me pull it up yeah, for you. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. She has three kids now. She looks so happy. I didn't, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of forgot about her. And then you check out her Instagram, and it has like 600,000. She's more 000, successful like, than. Yeah. Oh my God! This person is the early is the in the early morning of November first, two thousand seventeen. Is an unrecognizable version of myself. I had so much self discovery to unlock and explore. I knew in this very moment I would allow myself to take back my light, show victory over my internal battle of self respect, and brave this world with piercing clarity. Personally, to do this, I needed to stop drinking alcohol because it kept my mind and heart circling in the same direction. And quite honestly, I was exhausted. Um, I wanted to feel the pain. So I could carry it like a badge of honor. I wanted to live as a leader does and break the cycles to advance forward. Never looking back with regret and remorse over any choice I have made and would make for the rest of my time here within this beautiful world. I love this. Yeah. She's, yeah, four years. I think this is a good thing. There's so much stigma around the world, alcoholism or the label of an alcoholic. The real world that needed to be done and work that needed to be done in my life was to actually accept failure, pain, brokenness and self-sabotage. The drinking wasn't the issue. I was. I didn't love myself. I didn't respect my own power. Today I do. I have made nice with the fears and I've accepted the parts of my life that are just sad. I own my personal power with soulful, soulful courage. I am wildly honest and comfortably open. I am free. Love you. <sighs> Jessica Simpson. Listen. Like obviously she's she's done it like the the had the uh, so much of that is what I feel like I had last year when I stopped starving myself and like you know dieting or abusing myself with food. It's still a struggle, much like I'm sure she still has days where she wants to drink or is does something selfish or like you know what she's saying is like drinking is not the issue me starving myself wasn't the issue me wanting to be thin wasn't the issue it's me loving myself and if you are abusing yourself with any substance it's not the it's not the drug it's not like it's just you don't like yourself and you don't accept yourself and and it's so hard to do but it is possible um, even though, God, I mean, there, there, two days ago, I could not accept myself. I was teetering on the brink of hurt. You know, I was hurting myself with my, the mantras to myself. I was hurting myself and just the, my room being messy. I mean, I find other ways to abuse myself, even if it's not with alcohol, marijuana, or, um, I wonder if she like starving, misses performing and misses singing. And like, you know, that was such a, I mean, I guess the big part of her life now is being a mother. And, and, and her clothing brand, like putting a billion out the book. Doll, billionaire. Oh, she's shoes. Oh, really? Jessica she ended Simpson up having shoes. a shoe line. Yeah, I mean, she ma- she is more. That's she's like richer you... than Britney, Christina, and all those girls, co- Mandy combined. It is interesting shoe. though. Like that becomes like, you know, you become a such a big. Yeah, if you had a brand and then you just stop doing comedy, I just don't want to make. I don't want to make more trash for the world. 
Yeah. If I could create like, like Rihanna a, an became app a billionaire brand. off of brands. Like yeah. if That's I don't know, it's problem. just interesting to me to make... though. It's sad to me though a little bit that these, you know, they're not, they're so talented. They could put out so much amazing creative work. But that's what she's clear. Like, I bet you will get an album from her that will be, probably won't sell well. Yeah. No offense. Because it's like th- that music, it doesn't do, like Mariah Carey just released another like Christmas song. And I just don't think it's going to do as well, even though she's made the most popular Christmas song of all yes. time. Like, but I bet her album that she makes, whether it does well or not, it won't matter. You know, the artists that weigh their worth on yes, sales, yes. they aren't sober like she is. Like, she has done the work. You can tell where, and it, you know, I'm not, if she's doing the work, and I know when I do the work, it's nothing, ma- like, it doesn't matter. And that's almost gets in my way, like, with this special coming up. I just know that if it's the worst thing I've ever put out, and I bomb it, and I'm totally unprepared, and I totally fucked up by not preparing more I was going to say the guy that was going to give me notes, I said to him, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to go over notes. I don't want to go over my act. And he goes, you need to. And it was just like a a rude awakening of like, you're right. Someone needed to like slap me in the face and be like, Nikki, it's time to do the work. Like it's looming. Yeah. And I feel though that if I get to that point and I record it, it was always meant to be that special. Like I, the fact that I didn't work on it wasn't because I was lazy. It was because I just couldn't. I couldn't, and the fact that I had to record that special with everything going on in my life that led me to not be able to prepare, that special is meant to be whatever it is, and I'm not having any regrets anymore. It's one of the chapters I'm working on for my book is um, dealing with regret because I, when I was going through immense regret over, like, forgetting to say jokes or, like, mm-hmm. a one Conan interview I did where I just didn't feel like it was very good and I was like why didn't I say this oh, I could have said this joke what just the um, I remember just scouring anything for like a podcast about regret like how do you get over regret and there was like not a lot of resources for me so I'm I'm gonna write something about it because I really am at the point now where I just go it was meant to be that way it was always going to be that way and Kirsten the other day lost a pair of sunglasses on the way here when she flew mm-hmm. they like fell out of her bag at TSA and she doesn't lose things. She's just a very organized person and she takes care of her things. And they were like, you know, $50 sunglasses and she lost them. And usually if Kirsten loses something, I hear about it constantly because she yeah. just like talks about things yes. in her life that especially things like that. Like I lost something that is so unlike me. Like how did like I would have heard about it. She didn't tell me about it for three days. And then she goes, oh, yeah, I lost my sunglasses on the way here. She goes, but when I realized I lost them. I heard your voice in my head from the podcast saying I was never meant to have those sunglasses. I was only meant to have them for that amount of time. They are meant to go be with someone else after that and they weren't mine to have. They were always going to be lost in that moment. There was nothing I could have done and that was that's where they should be. And and I go that's why I haven't heard you obsess over these sunglasses. <laughs> because I Yeah, be easy on yourself. Yeah, I'm so I'm so glad that that got out there because I've, it's helped me so much. And I sometimes say things on here where I'm like, does this help anyone? Cause it, that, that kind of, th- you know, thing helps me when I lose something or I make a, a, you know, I am in a fender bender or something. I'm just like, God, why didn't I just tie my shoe? And then I wouldn't have been in this exact moment. Like these little things I could have done differently. It's like, stop it. It was, Oh, there's nothing you didn't know. There's nothing you could have done. 
But you know what I can do is get to Collection of Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for some kiss. There's Kirsten. Kiss. So kiss. <laughs> so kiss. I was actually talking to uh, my lover last night and oh, God. <laughs> someone that I, you know, I'm hooking up with. And my partner. He was saying he's never acknowledged K and it's always been kind of a thing, our relationship where I'm like, like whenever I say K, he just is kind of like, okay. Like it just kind of like, I can tell it like, is just not something he's just like accepting. And then last night he was like, I had some thoughts about K and I was like, what? Like, it was almost like he got down on one knee. I was like, wait, wait, you, you're acknowledging K and he was like, he goes, you guys need to put out a K book. Mm. Like a, Urban Outfitters book of like all of our submissions of cur, the curse things and make a book of curse. Yeah. And so I think that's our first book. branding thing I for like the podcast. It. I like it. Collection of curse. <laughs> okay. Let's hear this first one. Okay. This first one uh, didn't leave a name. I don't think. Kuh. Hi, Nikki, Noah and Andrew. I'm calling in because I have a cur from this weekend. So yes. on Friday night, my friends and I went out in St. Louis and we were with a couple guys we went to college with. And the one guy was driving us and he, he was like talking about the strip club and he was showing us his complimentary entry fees and just like wouldn't stop talking about it and Ew. just was like waiting for us to have a reaction. But none of us cared. <laughs> none of us were giving him what he wanted and it just felt yes. so uh, like who, we don't care that you're going to a strip club. We don't want to go. He was then. He was like, "You guys don't want to go tonight." I'm like, "Ugh, like why?" Ugh, so cuh. <laughs> cuh. Yeah, I mean, I was cuh. I was I was in threat of being cuh before when I told you guys my manager said I was the busiest woman in comedy because that's a brag. And but what I what I what what took me out of being cuh is the fact that I set it up as like this made me feel really good. Like I acknowledged why I was sharing it was like I I'm I'm being selfish right yeah. now. If you acknowledge like like how could that guy do that and avoid being cut? I mean he's bragging essentially he's bragging about how rich he is that he could handle oh. this you know fifty dollar fee. He's like if I could handle that, imagine what I could do for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like because my money is endless, <laughs> I could have a girl ride on me and I could come in my own pants. Is, how cool am I? How do you, how do you, <laughs> is there a way? To what? To, to do that? To, to without, show your entry cards to girls. Without being Without co? being cut. I think you gotta You could go. say, look how cut I am by showing, you could even say that. You could mm -hmm. be like, I know this is cut, but I'm kind of proud of this. Or you could be Just like. Just acknowledge. I really, really do enjoy going to these strip clubs. I, I value them. <laughs> I value how hard yeah. they make me. I'm a good tipper. <laughs> I just. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to like. Yeah. It's hard to. Uh, to is like a black card cut if you yes. like throw it like and it's like a weighted card. Ugh. Is there a way to use a card that's like that without being cut? Well, there's plenty of rich guys that you would never know have a black card. You know, there's the guy that's like, I got it. And he's like. Whips it out and throws it over his head. And, like, it just, he makes yeah, it so it obvious. It breaks the table. It's six by six feet. It's like a giant check. He's like, hey, can you run this? No? Well, just, you know I'm good for it. And then he just buys the whole restaurant. God bless you. Bless me. But, uh, bless me. Thank you. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things ever. Um, yeah. So, anyhow. But, yeah. yeah it's a. Uh, 
If it, you call out Kuh, you can do whatever you want. If you go, listen, guys, I just want to show how fucking sick and loud my engine sounds. Ready? <laughs> like, you're not Kuh. You've called it out. Okay, next one. Okay, next one comes from, I think, JD is the name. Oh. Hi, Nikki Glazer Pod. My name's JD, daily listener. Um, no one <laughs> makes you. me laugh harder, so thank you guys. Um, I just wanted to share a cuh moment since Come you on. always reference, it's been a while, the stained <laughs> reference. Uh, <laughs> oh. I have to always think now that most 90s rock is pretty cuh. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Lightning Crashes by Live, and I couldn't oh, yeah. help but think the whole time how good that song is, and most <laughs> 90s rock songs are. So just wanted to share. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, JD. I think that song's about the Oklahoma City bombing. Lightning crashes, an old mother died. Can you write a cuh song about a national terroristic tragedy? I kind mean- of. Because you know what's cut is like, oh, is like singing like oh, that. My, is making a yeah, choice to sing like, lightning crash. K- singing is cut. Feelings in songs, like any kind of like, oh, like like trying to get your like, trying to sound, trying to get, is singing cut? Uh, like sometimes uh, when I listen to my own like singing, I get what you're saying though. That, like, there's a way that he could sing that song without that extra. <laughs> no, but like any singing, I'm talking about like any recording artist. Well, I mean, sings. rap and like certain kind of singing, pop music, their whole thing it's is trying ca- to look is cool. Stand up, stand up yes. is so cool. Yes, I, I. You know what's not? You know what is the deterrent to cool? Honesty. Well, self-deprecation. And that's what I liked about Jessica Simpson's thing, and that's a big recovery thing, is just if you're honest all the time, you will see that you have an addiction to something. Like, you aren't going to hide an addiction, so you have to deal with it. That's why, like, the first step of, like, recovery things is, like, admitting you have a problem. It's, like, getting honest. So if you're always honest, cannot exist in an honest world. If you're, like, what, what, what makes everything suck is just dishonesty, is not showing your true motives or your true intentions. And that's why I love Love on the Spectrum because they can't be cut. False confidence, false cockiness, ego. Yes. All that shit's cut. Yeah. I I love Machine Gun Kelly, but um, someone sent me that clip of him with, with Megan Fox. I where am he's, weed. I am weed. And, uh, and I was like, I think it's funny. You know, I like defended him because I like Machine Gun Kelly. And I was like, I think it's funny. And... Uh, he was a little annoyed that I thought that was funny. He was like, you are like a comedian. You think that's funny? I'm like, yeah, because it's just like a funny thing to say. She said you smell like weed. And he was probably a little bit nervous as Megan Fox. And he was just like trying to think of the coolest thing to say. And he's just like, I am. It's just a dumb. Yeah. To say I am weed doesn't make any sense. And he goes, let me just clarify. You can think it's funny, but please admit it's cur. And I was like, oh, I mean, I think that's maybe the definition of cur. Saying <laughs> I am weed is cur. For sure. Right? I mean, I think people can be cuh and, and be funny. honest and be... You could have a balance of a lot and of things. What if he it's, is weed? Like, we don't know. I mean, I bit him. <laughs> I got a little high. MGK, dude. I'm, I'm about to see him. Where? I'll tell you soon. Spoiler. Alert. I mean, that's actually not a spoiler. Okay, next cuh. Spoilers okay. are cool. A cuh. On a car? On a Celica? Uh, what, what's the point of spoilers? I don't... To just look like you're going faster? What I, honestly? What is a spoiler? A spoiler to make I, you go faster? 
I, when you're standing aerodynamics, st- it makes, I think yeah, it makes it so, aerodynamic. Okay. You would think it would slow you down, though. But going fast is cut. Like just to go around in circles and go fast. Like why do th- it's only to be like I could like what is spoilers going- I can got get out somewhere of control. Sooner? I mean, early '90s. But literally, racing to- and going fast is cut because why do we need to well, go fast? It's the faster? same reason why you like porn. Why you want to do porn? You no, just- I want to come. No, you want it. Well, these—that's how they can come in mentally and physically. They okay. go fast and they feel. A Man, I'm getting a little existential about k. Like yeah. I think almost everything is k. Okay, next okay. one, Noah. Sorry, you're gonna love this one. Oh, good. Okay, from Maria. Hi guys, I love the podcast. Start every morning with it. Thank you guys so uh-huh. much. You're hilarious. You make me laugh every day. I have a k to report. Report. I live in New York City, so I often run in Central Park, and I have found that male runners in general are just pretty k. <laughs> I I don't think they can help themselves. I think it's just something that comes with the territory. Anyway, I saw this guy one time as I was running and he had a, the bottom of his shirt was pulled up and in his mouth. So it was creating like a crop top moment. And I guess it was to show off his abs. I'm not really sure what the objective was there, but he was just running along holding the the bottom of his shirt in his mouth, creating this fashion statement. And I thought that was pretty darn good. But another thing that is is something that I did myself I matched with your friend Anil on Hinge a couple months back, and I really, really wanted to hold myself back from doing it, but I really couldn't. So my first message was about Unity, because I'm so obsessed with you, and um, I hope he wasn't offended by that. But we can all be a little kid sometime, I have realized. That's not kid. All in all, thank you guys so much for making this podcast. I really do appreciate it. Oh, thank you. What was her name? Rhea. Rhea. I love that. And yeah, sometimes people go, I know this is kuh, but like, I love you or whatever. It's like, that ain't kuh. Like, that's just honest. And like, yeah. you, you, I mean, you're, you have a mutual friend with Emil, me. So like, if that's, you're my friend if you listen to the show, especially daily. And especially if you are like calling out kuhs. Um, so I, I would, I would be mad if you didn't write Emil Hey, I know Nikki. Yeah, to pr- you know what's k? Pretending like there isn't a connection. Yes, yes, yes. that would have been k. Yes, being like, who's Nikki Glazer? Oh, meanwhile, you have her like kuh. carved in your back. Like, yes. Oh my god, that's such a good one. I have to pee so bad. Can I just go yeah, pee go so pee. fast? It's almost. It's too distracting. <gasps> I do remember, uh, like when guys put their shirt up to show their abs. It is like like you can. I saw a thing, but here's the thing. And I, this is the only argument I'll give guys. If you, some people go, why don't you just use the top of your shirt? You know what I mean? To wipe off the sweat off your brow or whatever. Yeah. Because that doesn't show your abs as much. The top is already wet from sweat. You sweat more up top than you do towards your stomach. So to use the bottom of your shirt, yes, if you are. Well, that guy must go running ripped. a lot. So doesn't he know he should take like a handkerchief or something? And not just run with his shirt in his mouth. <laughs> Who runs with a handkerchief? With a hanky? What, I don't with know. a pipe? With a pipe and a and a hat with a feather? He should run with. <laughs> I don't run. I don't know what they use. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't he just have a handkerchief? <laughs> Nike should come out with the Nike handkerchief. 
oh, do you need to blow snot? Do you need to get sweat off the top of your head? We got you covered. Noah just <laughs> said, why didn't the guy that wiped the sweat off with his shirt carry a handkerchief while running? Um, <laughs> Noah. Or a towel, but a handkerchief. No one uses handkerchiefs. <laughs> I said, what does he have, a pipe and a, and a hat with a feather too while he runs? And put down his jacket when there's a puddle for a nice lady out of the carriage. Singing in the rain. Um. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Uh. When so I guess he was he was sweating. Is that why he was? Yeah, doing it? he was sweating. I I but was talking to Noah. Like, uh, uh, you I've could done use that. the top of your shirt, but it's already wet. Right. That's the problem. That's yeah. The, I'm a big sweater, and when I run, and I have like sweat in my eyes, I you know have to like pull it up and and do it with like the. I'll, sometimes I'll take my shirt off just yes. to get so I don't like cover up my eyes in doing it. I have to admit, like I've been running before, and. Don't need to take my shirt off, but I'm like, I look fucking great. And mm. I don't and I don't go to the I don't get to go to the beach. I don't go to the pool. And I kind of want to show off my body. <laughs> and I'm I can run away as before anyone is like, she thinks she's hot. Yes. And it's just like I'll sometimes run in a and it's I sweat so much that it feels more freeing. Like it, it feels good too. It's not like I'm making myself more uncomfortable to show off my body, but I will not deny that showing off my body is part of me wanting to take off my shirt eh, i mean i think i think you deserve it i mean also it gives you a scapegoat of like you know you're not just like walking around the park like naked almost naked if you're running it like gives you yes. workout clothes all that shit yoga pants right it all makes you sexier with under the uh, guise of oh no i'm just exercising. yeah i mean it's just admitting that i wanted to wear something that makes me cuter yeah or like yeah that that i i feel embarrassed do i mean i wouldn't now be, if you're running be comfortable in heels, wearing a, a sports bra with yo yoga pants just like around town well noah says why don't you just wear red lipstick and uh, high heels and a summer dress while you run nikki i mean and a handkerchief well that's <laughs> <laughs> and a bonnet and a <laughs> scarf around my neck <laughs> Or like uh, like I'm in a with big sunglasses with, and, and curlers in my hair and uh, a petticoat, um, yeah, I, uh, garter belt. I don't know. I'm just naming other things um, because those aren't comfortable. Yeah, that's true. And and they're not good for running. But I do sweat a lot, and I but uh, male runners, I absolutely think are like I'm just like. You look crazy. You are don't have enough fat on your body. What are you running from? I What are you running from? Oh, what do you want do you from me? Mean? I loved that song. Yeah. What, what do you, you want, want from me? me? What, what do you want from me? Adam Lambert. Final thought. Adam Lambert. I loved him. <laughs> I loved a couple American idols who had kind of one hits. Yes. I loved Adam Lambert. What uh, do you want from me? I loved um, David Archuleta, Crush. That yeah. is honestly one of my favorite pop songs of all time. If there are any other David Archuleta Crush fans out there, just know you're not alone. But sometimes you feel alone because it is a song that no one knows. I hear it once in a while, like over the sound system at TJ Maxx. Yes. It is. Uh, it's a great song, though. And he's it. Uh, you know, it's about a girl, but he's, you know, came out. Oh, he did? Later. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, uh, David um, Cook. Yes. He got a big career. Yeah. What was his single? Um, I don't know, but him, the bald guy. Do you, David Cook and I used to text each other. He oh. was my first, like, um, I would say, 
celeb where on like uh potential facebook we met i had been on last coming standing i think we were both from kansas city you know both kind of got our start in kansas city and um we met at like a god how did we even meet oh we met here in st louis i was here in 2009 mm-hmm. i moved back to live with my parents I'd been on the Tonight Show at that point and Last Comic Standing, so I had a, like a little bit of TV cred. He had won American Idol, I think, two years before, the year before, and we saw each other at Blueberry Hill. He was in town doing a show, and my friend, I was with my friends, and my friends like went up to him and were like, "Like we," I, I was like, "Oh my god, he's so cute," and just didn't want to say anything. But my friends, I think, went up to two of my guy friends went up to him and were like, "Wingmaned him for me," or said something, and then he invited us somewhere, and then I think he was like. They were like, he's like interested in you. I was like, what? And I just couldn't believe it. And I think these are the MySpace days. And I think maybe mm-hmm. I slid in there. I don't know. But then he was supposed. To, then we started texting, and we never met again. But um, I've always like had a. I I remember listening to that song a lot, being like, I'm gonna be this guy's girlfriend, like projecting that Mrs. into Coke the world. Over here, yeah. I like had the big. You know, it's one of those t- things where you just think that something's gonna get off the ground, and it literally never even leaves the gate. <laughs> and you're like, I, and you're already. <laughs> in Paris on vacation and you're like it's yeah. you're honey the plane ain't taken off you haven't even boarded they won't let you on your bag is too big your bag is just too much <laughs> like what are you even thinking like the places my mind will go in fantasy land with guys or have gone in the past now i now i cut myself off from even the first step yeah you don't even get the ticket to i don't Paris. even go, like price line it yeah you don't even go to paris I don't go to at Epcot. kayak yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's good though to have those like I think you have to have like these these dreams to then reach something. Maybe it won't be that dream, but at least you're dreaming. Yeah, maybe, I know that sounds cheesy, but at least you're like thinking big. You're. I thinking, might not date David Cook, but I might date a line cook. Yeah, who someday. almost went to Paris during a summer between junior and senior year, but he failed out because he was addicted to Oxy. No, I love fantasizing about boys. It was it used to be one of my favorite things. Did you, uh, Fantasia, Barino, never liked a single of hers, really. Justin Guarini, I thought, was going to be bigger. Bo Bice has a uh, the best song ever, I think, on American Idol when he sings a cappella. Bo Bice, check it out. What did he out. sing a cappella? I don't even know the Daughtry. Name. I liked him. Daughtry. I really liked Daughtry. He's cur. Um, But no voice people. I couldn't even name a voice person. Me neither. Yeah. All right. Well, we covered it all. I'll throw today. my tease up to the dr- I love her. Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Th- I mean, that Kelly song. Clarkson. Oh, of Kelly course. Kelly Clarkson's audition on American Idol. Best audition ever. You've never seen all of them, so you can't really say that. But the best one you've seen. Yes. But her winning... And singing a moment like this after she Ugh. wins is even just listening to the audio of it makes me cry because she is so she cute. Speaking of, I'm gonna I'm gonna see her very shortly. Jesus Christ! Is there anyone I could bring up that a you don't know? A moment like this. <laughs> oh my God! She goes. Oh God! And a moment like this. You should do that. You should do that on her show. Thin I'm not even everything kidding. changes. Beauty remains something so she does that something so simple. <laughs> you should do it. I can't explain. I, I can sing as good to Kelly Clarkson when she's weeping uncontrollably. Yes. All right, gotta go. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, uh, prosperity. Uh, don't be care. And Jackson Five. Oh my God, you're so good at that.
This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.